Kane and King. Fire. Questions without notice. For Cooler Bar Turf. Victoria's award-winning grower and supplier of premium instant turf and lawn for life. Well, there you go. Straight back into it. Flying through Fireball Friday. Time for questions without notice. If you've got one for us, uh, let us know. Uh, it is all thanks to Coolabar Turf supplying Victorians with premium instant turf. Chatted to Errol Gordon on Sports Day last night. He's out of contract. I asked him about it. Um, well, I think if anyone said it's not something they think about, they're absolutely kidding themselves. So I definitely do think about it. It is, you know, it is my future and um, it's obviously extremely important, but um, at the same time, I have full faith that the, the footy club and myself are going to, you know, work things out in due course and um, we're in no rush. I think, you know, it's definitely probably something I think about more at the moment with no games on and stuff like that in comparison mm. to when the season starts. So, um, you know, there's always stuff going on in the background and it's probably not something I really want to talk about on, on the radio, but, um, yeah. you know, I love this footy club. I love the direction we're heading, the coaching staff, the group of players, um, obviously the facility you mentioned and, you know, I'm, I'm born and bred Sydney boy and been at the club since I was pretty much 10 years old. So I love the Swans and, um, yeah, these things will take care of themselves in due course. Is it halfway through the year or yeah, are you happy to leave it until the end of the year if need be? Uh, it's, a, it's a tough one. I think, you know, there's obviously conversations going on all the time between um, my manager and the club. And I think when it suits both of us um, at the correct time, it's something that we'll address fully. And- Kingy, question without notice. There were eight players that earned above $1.2 million in 2023. What is Errol Goulden worth? Well, what he's worth and what he's going to get to stay at Sydney are two different discussions. Mm-hmm. If he was to be lured by another club, he's, he's north of 1.2. I has mean, to be, doesn't he? Has to be. But He's to a top stay, eight player now in the league. Yeah, but to stay, to stay? He, he wants to win a premiership. So you've got to allow some scope to build a list elsewhere. You can't just take yep. all the money. It's like the quarterback takes all the cash, can't pay for anyone you've got to throw it to. <laughs> so you've got no skill on the outside. You just have, you've got to, you've well, got to spend unless, it wisely. Unless you're the Chiefs who paid Mahomes <laughs> half a billion and they still won. <laughs> this is probably debunks your argument a little bit, but no, you're right. On, on the premise, you're right. I did play Jones. There's the uh, <laughs> who, stood, who stood aside Chris from the Jones, start of the yeah. season, Chris Jones. But um, no... I think he's a million-dollar player. There's no doubt about that. To at, stay at is Sydney, he a million at Sydney or well, is he unders a million? I think what you do is you walk in and you sort of say, look, we know we're in the top two or three players here. Pay us accordingly. He, he's better than he's better than Heaney. Yep. He's potentially... Well, he's their best player. He's now. their best player already? I think so now. Yeah. yeah. He, well, so what's their best player? What does that command? A million dollars? Yeah. Well, if I think takes, if, there's, if there's 19 players... That earned a million dollars. That that averages out to one per club. He's earning a million. He's the million dollar player at Sydney, and then you build in some incentives in there that he can earn above one point two if he hits some benchmarks and the cap goes up and all of that. But th- these are the numbers we're talking now. Mm. I just feel like Errol Gordon's contract has gone under the radar. He's a h- h- born and bred. We we know that. Loves a club. Everything he says, you believe. So for that reason, I think everyone thinks he's going to stay. But we talk about Hugo Hagen, we talk about English, we talk about Bailey Smith. No one's talking about Errol Gould and been out of contract. Like he's he's the one that someone should be offering huge money to get. Like so, someone like a North Melbourne or I know I know it's unrealistic that he would leave, but some of the offers that will come across his management desk will be massive. No, nah, can't afford for him to leave. This is we talk about game development, right? So to have these academy players in Sydney go on and be the best player in our competition and command massive coin, 
mm. is is such a lure for those young kids deciding, am I playing cricket? Am I playing rugby league? Gee, footy. Errol Gordon, Errol Gordon he's earning one and a half million a year playing AFL. One and a half million a year. Yep. That's what we need. We actually need him to be a driver of our competition. So... I got no doubt he'll be he'll be tracking towards the the, the Dustin Martin type yeah. paycheck. And I reckon I reckon they put in there. Not that clubs do this, but this time next year he'll be the captain of that free club. I asked him, "Do you want to captain the club?" He said, "Yep." So I think he, not only year. not only does he sign, just, I think they just like made a captain this time next year. They just I'm made just one. Calling it, it's a prediction. Stupid one. Cap- he will be captaining Sydney. The captain okay, well, they've just made will only captain for about 10 games it. at that stage. Hold me to it, Kingy. Mills is, to be you're celebrating Mills being year. made captain, and you're giving him 10 games. Yep, that's it. Hey, <laughs> hey, um, you sent me some homework. Do you want yes. to uh, inform us what it was? Well, I reckon it's. I reckon the Brownlow Medal win, has become an event that only that only fifteen guys can win no at the doubt. start of the season. And I just said to you, let's go head to head. Let's pick five players each. I don't know who your five. One are. for one. You don't know who my five are. Mm-hmm. Go one for. I hope you got a couple that are different. That's, yeah. So can I just say I, I loved this. So Kingy has said, which five players are a lock to be in the top 10 of the Brownlow? Now, I haven't picked Nick Dacos because I've left that to you because you said last week, I'm just picking him to win the Brownlow every year for the next 10 years. So I I haven't included, for for that reason, I want it to be a little bit different. 28 votes last year. He had that at round 18. He was five clear, I think, at that stage. Seven votes. Seven times he got the three votes. For best mm-hmm. on ground, so he's one for me. Who have you got so at you one? Ta- you take you take Dacos. I'll take Gordon at two. Finished fourth last year, twenty-seven votes, twenty-one years of age. Sydney are going to win a stack of games. Um, no one tags anymore. He's going to rack them up. He kicked twenty odd goals last year, uh, and he's got the drive to improve. So you know, I think he's going to be in the mix. Yeah, he's in my five. I'll take him out. So I've got uh, Zach Butters mm. in there. Now he. He got seven three voters last year, and a massive number. So when it, Butters and Rosie play at their best in wins, Butters seems to get the advantage with the umpires. Mm-hmm. That doesn't change. I mean, once you're the umpire's boy or the umpire's man, that that, that just holds. And, and Champion Data will back that up. There are some guys that get overs. Lockie Neal gets overs. Every time he plays a reasonable game, it's a three voter, not a one. So I think Butters is one of those dudes, and he's in for me. I had him in, so I'll, I'll take him out of mine as well. And and just for those that are just joining us, we we chatted before 6.30. I was at the Port Adelaide Season Launch and Hall of Fame. They they rave about this guy. They reckon he's gone again in this preseason with what he's done. So I think that is a shrewd bet to have him in the in the top, in the top ten. Um, wow. Francis, I've got Luke, Butters, Luke Davies, Uniac. Now, this is a risk because he needs to play 20-plus games, and that hasn't been easy for him to do that. But he, if North can win eight to nine games, no one's taking votes off him yet. He explodes, he stands out, and some of the football that he played across the last couple of years, but last year, I think he's going to be a vote magnet this year. So I just something a little bit different with yeah. North, and it's a bit risky with his body and perhaps not them winning enough games. But I got LDU. Is that does that like sit it. okay with you? Yeah. It does. It does. You'll yeah. be hard right. pressed to get more votes than McKercher. But anyway, uh, I'm going to throw in <laughs> Noah Anderson. Yes, got six. Look, last year, right? They won nine games last year. In those nine games, he got the three in six of them, and the two in one other. So seven of the nine wins, he he stacked the votes. Oh, I think he's a phenomenon. This guy, 
new coach, uh, greater expectations. He'll challenge him more. Damien Harbick will challenge this guy more than any other on that list to do more offensively for this team. So centre forward, I think you'll see more of Noah Anderson, and I think he'll be in the in the top half a dozen of the Brownlow. Okay, I'm going to go with Tom Green from the Giants. Ooh. Tom Green to finish in the top 10 of the Brownlow medal. Now, 16 votes last year, but that, that's just your first year where people start talking about you. So the, um, the umpires need two to three seasons of the hype train before they start voting uh, with where the votes should go. And now that uh, the umpires are aware of who Tom Green is uh, and the fact that Giants will win a lot of games, he's going to just be, he's going to get 35 touches every week and they're going to win a lot of games of football. That equals votes. Yeah, Tom Green. Good one. I was, I'm tossing up between Petrarca and Lockie Neal for my last one. Mm. I'm going with Lockie Neal. Do you realise Lockie Neal? Lockie Neal, his last five years, he's gone 26, 31, and 8. I don't know what happened that year. A 28 <laughs> and a 31. They love him. He's the only guy that gets votes up there. So I'm, I'm thinking that just, just pencil this guy in. And there's a couple of games last year where we were wondering how he actually got the three. But he did. And he stacked it and won them. So seven lots of three last year. He's got seven lots of three the last two years. So that, they're big numbers. So you have to have Lockie Neal in your five. You have to. And look, I've gone the new age generation. I could have easily had Bonson and Pelly. I think he'll be at the business end. Petrarca's a good one. Um, but I'm going to go the new generation and Jai Newcomb. 18 wow. votes last year and they won Newcomb. seven games. Catch yesterday's training. And he's a weapon. He when he his twenty five touches are as good as most people's forty. He's penetrating. I think he's going to kick more goals this year. He's on track to do that. He's gone eight, twelve. That needs to get to probably eighteen or twenty this year. So if the Hawks can win enough games, he's a bit like the Davies Uniac discussion. But he's going to be at the forefront of it. So there's our five. So my Who's five. Your five? So Who's my your five? Who's your five? We're going to work, yep. vote on. We're going to put on Twitter or what's it yep. called X. Who's got the better five? I'm I'm Dacos Goulden. Neil Butters Anderson. Who are you? Okay. I'm Butters, Goulden, Tom Green, LDU, and Newcomb with the uh, headband, the long hair. He stands out. That's where we've got it. What do you reckon? Who's got the better five? 0433 98 11 16, if you want to have your say on that. Any any more questions with that? Anything we need to, need to address that um, is, is pressing at the moment? Uh, I, I got one for you. I, yeah. I, I heard or read Damien Hardwick speak about Bailey Humphrey. Oof. And he said he said he's an unstructured player. He's a beauty. And we're going to embrace that. How much room do you have in a team? How many unstructured players can you have? Well, Damien Hardwick's always had one that's got yes. a, a license <laughs> that's to run. That's where I was going. He's <laughs> always had one. He's generally his favourite player. So I think Bailey Humphrey is his favourite player already. We can, <laughs> we can lock that in. Can you have because you can't have six? You can't have six unstructured players running around doing whatever they want. You can if they're can good enough. Probably have two or three. You know, if you're called a structured player under Damien Hardwick's plan, right? A nice way of calling his role player. He doesn't rate you as a player. No, he doesn't rate you. You're Camden McIntosh. Yeah, he's a good role player. <laughs> doesn't like you. You're Jason Castell. He doesn't like you. You've never been to his but house. But we need him. Maybe never. Like everyone needs them. How many times has Jason Castagna been to Dimmer's house, <laughs> I'm saying never. 
Oh, good stuff. All right. How many can you afford to have? And who are the unstructured players in your team that you just embrace? Oh, okay, they're, they're in the wrong spot. They're in the, the wrong spot, but you take the good with you, but the bad. Um, you know, get Gary Ablett Jr. was one. Just let him run around and do what he wants, <laughs> and you'll reap the rewards of doing that. That was questions without notice. And we are powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments. You're listening to Fireball Friday.